The following Dharma talk was given at Common Ground Meditation Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. I'd like to welcome everyone to our last class of our um, intro session. Um, just in case you forgot, my name is Gail and this is Gabe. And um, so really happy to see everyone here this evening. So most of the time, our thinking revolves around our likes and our dislikes. And we spend a lot of time strategizing how to avoid what we don't like and how to get more of what we do like. But in mindfulness meditation, we're practicing a, developing a new strategy, and that is to... Um, open up to our experience, to be aware of whatever's arising in the moment in our experience, and to um, practice to recognize that, um, to respect and allow it, to investigate it, be interested in it, and then for ourselves to get out of the way, um, not trying to um, be someone who has to... Um, take care and fix and um, try to make things the way we would like them to be. So all the techniques that we practice, all the techniques that we've learned um, in this six-week course are all... um, in the service of this um, connecting with mindful awareness to our experience. And this experience is natural, it's a part of nature. And so it's really just opening up to the way things are, opening up to our nature. And it's not just about making the body still or the mind quiet. That can be helpful. But um, we're really practicing to be aware and to be connected with whatever's happening in our experience. So we're not trying to be free of our busy mind and our painful body, but we're trying to be present those experiences when they're arising. Um, I've been reading this book by uh, one of the um, Western monks who's in the Thai forest tradition, and his name is Ajahn Amaro. And this is, he wrote, or they actually recorded several talks that he wrote, that he gave about the um, Brahma Viharas or the divine abodes that we talked about last week, the loving-kindness, compassion, um, sympathetic joy, and um, equanimity. So this one is um, about compassion. And I really liked what he said. He says, um, this is a self-adjusting universe. 
And if we let the ego-centered perspective drop, we can develop a certain trust in its self-adjustment. When we let there be a quality of awareness, wisdom, and acute attentiveness to the present, the universe will adjust itself. There's a quality of intuitive wisdom that recognizes when things are or aren't in balance. It's our musical ear for the way things are, for the harmonious or disharmonious quality of what is experienced. You might think, well, I'm tone deaf, so I might as well give up. But I would suggest that on that spiritual level, none of us is tone deaf. You wouldn't be listening to this talk if you were totally tone deaf. What this means is that when we notice some kind of difficulty or imbalance, some sort of distortion or discord within ourselves or others, we bring the quality of awareness to bear on it, the effort to be aware, then things will adjust on their own. So he's really talking about a kind of radical trust. Um, and uh, so not so easy for us often to connect with that, but at least it's something that we can put into our consciousness as a possibility and something that we can explore. Um, the Buddha offered a framework for how we could relate to our um, likes and dislikes. Um, and of course, as you've learned over the course of these six weeks, that there are in um, Buddhist teachings, there are a lot of lists. So there's the, we learned about the five hindrances and the four noble truths and the noble eightfold path. Well, this one is called um, the eight worldly winds. And they are um, pleasure and pain, loss and gain, praise and blame, and fame and disrepute. So in these teachings he said that these are the things that are constantly pushing us around. We're getting pushed around by these eight winds. And um, so, and you know, Sometimes our experience will be painful. Sometimes it will be pleasant. Um, sometimes, um, and you know, we will get pushed around by by those experiences. But um, we can start to explore: Is there a way that we can not get pushed around by those? Is there a way that we can remain unmoved? So. Um, we talk about the um, this path being looking for something, looking for what's natural, for what's trustworthy, for what's ordinary. It's um, it's this flavor of of equanimity, of being balanced within whatever's um, happening. So, of course, we, um, we don't just we do sitting practice in the, um, 
in the service of developing um, this equanimity. It's a little easier when we have simplified our environment to connect with this quality. But um, we want to then see if we can bring this quality into our daily activity, into our experience. Um, It's just a matter of remembering, um, not forgetting to be aware. And so um, the more we have that intention and the more we practice, the more likely um, we are to remember that. So last night we talked, or last week we talked about um, loving kindness practice, and loving kindness practice is a way to also strengthen our awareness practice, because we, without kindness and care, we can't really connect to things the way they are. We need that. Um, we need to have that attitude of kindness. So um, when we practice, it can be helpful to take a couple of minutes at the beginning of practice to do some loving-kindness. It's kind of a way to um, adjust the mind, to bring it into the present moment, and to um, to have this intention to greet um, whatever comes up in our experience with this kindness. So um, tonight, with the guided meditation, we'll be kind of reviewing what we've done over the last six weeks. So start out with... Uh, loving-kindness associated with a body scan, and then um, do some uh, breathing awareness, uh, which helps us to stabilize um, attention and to um, have continuity with our awareness. And then we'll be finishing up with some open awareness, where we just allow whatever is coming up to just for the mind to... um, be aware of whatever is coming up on our experience, just not trying to um, bring it back to a particular object, but just sort of let being aware of whatever objects are arising in the moment. And of course, as um, Mark has emphasized over the week, we over the weeks of uh, this class, we don't need to um, be intentionally tight. Um, we can do our best to relax and, um, and uh, see what happens. So we will um, take some time now to do a, some sitting practice. This talk, like all programs at Common Ground, is offered freely in the spirit of generosity. To learn more about Common Ground and its programs, or if you would like to donate, please visit our website, www.commongroundmeditation.org.